0: Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. This is the show of everything podcasting from launching a show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, host as always, alongside Matthew McLean. How are you doing, Matthew?
1: Hello, Colin. I was just saying it's been a long time. I can't remember ages. the last time I recorded a podcast, <laughs> which is weird given my job. But, yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is new. <laughs> How would
0: you do this? You've edited a lot in the I've meantime. Edited a lot, yeah. <laughs> talk about it a lot. Never talk on them. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so we just thought we'd uh, we'd do a wee bit of a sum up season for 2018. We've when did the last? I mean, Podcraft. The last Podcraft season was a couple of months back, wasn't it? I
1: think we were in the summer. Yeah. I remember lots of weather chat. Yeah, because it was nice
0: outside. It
1: was we're, our yeah. See that now, but no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's part actually. The part of the milestone is that we've got um, we've got our new studio set up. So Matthew and I are sitting here facing each other across a, a perfectly set up desk with our new mics. We're uh, we're on the road pro uh, procasters now. Uh, black walls all around us, looking very professional studio like
1: eh? yeah no window now i
0: know yeah all blocked um, up
1: if you're a if you're a recurring listener you'll have maybe heard their experiences in the past with the garage across the road and yes. the guy does his emissions revving up <laughs> and that won't happen now I, yeah. I don't know if it will
0: it might yeah it's a lot quieter anyway isn't it well, yeah we've got so much more treatment in here now so it's uh, nice and walled off so it's cool but yeah we thought we'd go through basically the things that have happened in the last year or so last uh t- you know through 2018 stuff that we've um we've done the ups and the downs we'll talk about the things that have worked well the things that have definitely not worked so well um basically go through our year of podcasting and uh, just our year of work at the podcast host that's in right matthew it does yeah cool what what happened in twenty eighteen? Can you even remember? It's
1: a, <laughs> a great question.
0: What were your uh, What were your big milestones in twenty eighteen?
1: Well, I think um, we we started doing the launch service, the podcast launch service, where we basically um, opened ourselves up to to be available to do some one on one coaching yeah. and, and lead people through the process of planning yes. and launching a show. So. Yeah. we've we've worked with a few clients doing that and it's it's actually been really enjoyable i'll be honest like one-on-one stuff was never something i enjoyed yeah yeah. um but i've actually like enjoy it now you seem
0: to have got to like it a lot this year yeah yeah yeah.
1: so um i think that that says a lot for the the caliber of people we've worked with (laughs) um it's just like you know maybe we attract the right client for us because of the stuff that we put out there. So there's maybe something to do with that, but I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed working with everyone and to see the work getting done and, stuff being launched and to to go out there it is really satisfying as yeah, well yeah so um, yeah
0: Seeing those new shows out in the world at least partly because you're i mean mostly because of the the enthusiasm and the skill of the people we work with but definitely a good part to do with your coaching as well oh well, yeah you're so indeed indeed <laughs> so yeah, what's
1: what, what, cool. what's one for you then a milestone for you
0: um the early part of the year was pretty crazy in terms of uh getting alitude alitude was the big one for me at the start of this year i mean we got it into beta testing in January. So we had it out to real people. We had like, I'd been building this for the whole of 2017, pretty much, um, like started planning in 2000, end of 2016. And then the whole of 2017 was just building this thing. And, um, Behind the scenes, I suppose, for anyone out there listening, Alatu is our podcast maker app. So it's a web application where you can just upload your raw audio and uh, we basically add your branding, like your music, start and end. We process it so it sounds good. We piece all the pieces together. We help you edit so you can edit stuff in there. So it's a replacement for someone like Audacity or Audition or whatever uh, it makes it a lot easier. Um, and yeah, we eventually got that beta testing in January to really good response and then out live in May. So they were two of my biggest milestones this year, certainly.
1: Did two feel at at, at any point like it would just never be done? Yeah. Did you feel like that
0: a lot? (laughs) Often in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, especially because recruitment was such a pain as well. Like, uh, finding developers and getting people to work on it. And that was all really, really tricky. And Fent all around. I mean, that's, it's not why do like we do podcasting. We teach podcasting. We write about podcasting. We podcast. Um the software development is not even close to my expertise but over the last two years i've, I've learned it <laughs> so I've, I've had to learn how it all works how to manage a team around that how to manage a project around that and it's been really interesting it's been fun but yeah it definitely wasn't part of my wheelhouse in the early days
1: yeah it seems to be uh... Seems to be doing well in terms of, like, how many people are signing up and yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, we, so. we hit 150 users in um, the end of November. So, yeah, 150 active users, which isn't a massive amount by any means, but, like, it's still, yeah, it's a pretty big milestone for me. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, any other milestones for yourself?
1: We finally finished Season 1 of Hostile Worlds. Uh, that's our space science audio drama documentary (laughs) series um so that because it's a show like i love working on it because i love doing really detailed production but it takes so much time to work on these episodes that it's always it was always the show that you know your smaller tasks you kind of fit them in and there was just never time to get to the production of these episodes so we actually, we had a a, a few guest writers. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Robert, who used to work with us here, he'd written an episode. Then William Meyer out in uh, LA, he wrote an episode for us and we'd been working with Sarah and David, the voice actors. Yeah. They were doing the bulk yeah. of the recording. So yeah. um, finally got to, to put those final episodes together. So we've got, I think, 10 really good episodes in that series now. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're kind of surveying the audience, as you do, uh, to find out what people want for season two and um No doubt it'll be more 45-minute-long audio dramas. Yes. And, uh, be no further <laughs> forward. But. You always
0: ask the question, so would you like, uh, mm, you know, bigger shows less often or would you like shorter shows more often? And people generally just go, oh, we'd like bigger shows more often. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks useful. for that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Ideal. <laughs> Any more milestones for you? Um, I think the other, the other, there's a couple of other things stand out for me. Mainly, it's I mean, late the tra- late last year I felt like a bit of a... a Uh, there was a lot of traveling. There was a lot of going around different places. And and, like, I can't, I can't moan about this. I can't moan about getting to go to podcast movement, Philadelphia in July, inbound in Boston in September, Um, various other places around the, around the UK as well. Um, But it felt like a lot. It felt like a lot of time away from the office. I felt like I was... It
1: does drain you too, traveling. You would think that, um, you know, sitting on, sitting on planes or buses or trains or whatever and waiting a lot, you would think that that is a kind of rest mentally. Yeah. Then that yeah. you would be able to, you know, you would come back quite refreshed from the rest, but yeah. it doesn't always work like that.
0: No. And especially, I think, especially when you're talking at these things as well, like you end up, it's... Um, well you you've got a duty to do and like there's rehearsals and there's like making sure you remember everything and um, and making sure you get your worth for like i always feel a bit of pressure like because it costs us a fortune to go to these things like you generally it's like 4 or 5000 pounds all in for accommodation travel um and and food while you're there all that kind of stuff and then you're talking a week at least away from work as well so i mean that is a significant cost as well if we were to charge a client for a week of our time it would be like thousands of pounds so it's it's a big investment. Um, so I always feel pressured to get the most out of it, like to go and actually make sure I'm there the whole time and talk to as many people as I can and, you know, meeting folk and all that kind of stuff. And it's definitely, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely introvert by, you know, tendency. So I mm-hmm. <laughs> don't necessarily get energy from that. It's, uh, it's tiring. So, yeah, but it's, it's always great fun. Like, again, I can't moan about it, but it was definitely a lot of it last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose the last one for me was actually just around the the Academy. So we switched up the Academy in May in terms of how we ran it. Like we we dropped the price a bit. We made it annual only. So it was kind of more a commit to a year type thing. That was the thinking behind it. It was the fact that we had a lot of people coming in for a month and just kind of disappearing. And really, there was something around that lack of commitment that people were... um, you know, they'd come in and they would just sort of have a look at it and they wouldn't actually do anything. And I, we, we kind of dabbled with the idea that if we made an annual membership, a bigger upfront commitment, um, you get a whole year to basically put your show out there. Like we always talk about the fact that a podcast is a long term thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not something you, you, you just do and it's successful in a couple of months. So we thought that commit to a year, um, make it, a... Uh, nice and self-serve so we made it at a price because we did it yearly we made it at a price that we could make it quite kind of self-service you just come in and do what you want but it's got all our support in there too so like the the forums and the live support and stuff so we did that in may and that seems to have worked really well people responded pretty well to that so they're they're quite enjoying the um that annual commitment getting there spend a lot of time it's thinking long-term plans so quite enjoyed that
1: yeah because i mean that's the thing even if if you keep it monthly even if it does better financially yeah yeah we want people to
0: do it yeah
1: we want people to launch so yeah if yeah you're saying basically okay here's your year and this is what we're going to do over the year and you're going to you know launch your podcast and start growing it yeah you'd rather see that than you know somebody just giving you a month's and then just never doing anything
0: yeah totally and jumping ahead to one of our topics for later what we're going to do more of I think in 2019 something I want to do a lot more of is that step-by-step guidance like we've got a lot of stuff in there we've got what 15-16 courses now um mm-hmm. and loads of resources loads of tools and like everything that people would need but we've not done enough i think around the step by step like here's where to start here's where to go next here's where to go next like you of, i think when you've got all this stuff and when you know how to do it like we do you kind of fall into this trap of just giving everybody everything yeah and expecting them to be able to figure their way through it but i think in 2019 i want to make it so that it's much more of a this is the sequence Mm-hmm. Like you go from here to here to here to here. It's not just 12 courses, choose your own path. It's do this exact sequence and this is this is where it's going to take you.
1: Yeah, like getting a driving <clears> lesson. You just go straight onto the motorway and yeah. the instructor's telling you, here is everything. Yeah, there's yeah. all this
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Any final uh, milestones for yourself?
1: It, we've alluded to it earlier, but getting the, getting the office and studio done up yeah, yeah, has been yeah. great. I know that you were looking at other places, other options for yeah, us. Yeah. We've been in here now. I think two two years. Two and a bit years, yeah. Two and a bit years. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know, the building's great and the space is great, but it didn't look the best. <laughs> um you know, there were certain flaws like the, the single glazing windows and um so it did it didn't look great and we've got people coming in now and then. Yeah, yeah. Um we've got some clients locally that record with us. So I yeah. think it, it was a worthwhile investment, the place. Aye. Looks good now. Yeah. Uh, the studio looks good. The studio sounds much better than it did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was a really good thing for us to do. So
0: yeah, to give you an idea, if you're if you're listening, we were. <coughs> excuse me. We were in a pretty basic kind of industrial unit. And we put carpets in and stuff like that when we first moved in, but it was, yeah, the the walls were rough as hell and the kitchen was a bit kind of old and smelly. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, the chipboard chipboard wallpaper. And we spent about five, uh, nearly £5,000 on it, um, getting a guy in, um, getting a team in really, to just paint the whole place up, smooth out the walls, um, block up the windows, well, block out the window in the studio, uh, double glaze the other windows, put in the new kitchen, all that kind of stuff. And it's just... yeah makes a big difference there's something quite there's a bit of well-being you know you're coming into a place that you actually kind of enjoy being <laughs> feels quite nice and comfortable and and clean and and slick uh, yeah and having a studio like all kind of painted up now and sealed in and stuff it just it makes it so much nicer for recording into i think yeah so, definitely yeah, it's cool i'm glad we did it <laughs> it was worth the cash what about so? Let's look a bit at the ups and downs then. What were your what were your favourite things of twenty eighteen? Like what uh, what were you most proud of?
1: I've sort of talked about the mm. uh, working with the clients one to one and helping them to launch, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, for myself as well, doing the the sort of highly produced podcasts and work that, that we tend to do. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. again, that was with Hostile Worlds. But also we have the opportunity now to work with the UK Games Fund Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. to produce their show Inside Indie Games, which just launched a couple of weeks ago. Time yeah, of recording. Yeah, uh, and that's been a really enjoyable process because, like, you're doing the interviews, Colin. Uh, you'll, you'll chat to somebody for maybe 45 minutes, and then what we're doing is transcribing the interviews Highlighting the different parts, putting them into kind of themes and trying to just rework it into a story, but yeah. basically shaving the interview time in half. Yeah, uh, putting a bit of narration, a bit of music, and I think you know um, it helps. That I'm not like disinterested in that topic as well. You <laughs> know, I am. A, I'm not a big gamer, but yeah. I, I, I do kind of find it quite interesting. So <laughs> it's 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 just been a really enjoyable project for me, and I, I would really like us to you know, we are definitely going to be trying to take on more work yeah, yeah. like that as well. So
0: I think it'd be good. I think we've learned a lot doing this, like how to, how to do more than your average interview. I think a lot of people out there, we've talked about this a bit through the year, haven't we? Like our highly produced podcasting series. And um, so one of the earlier seasons of Podcraft was highly produced and putting more work in to make it sound better. And this is, what would you say it's taken you like a, what a day or something per episode or even as much as that?
1: Yeah, it's probably a good average because, again, all all the conversations differ, so you'll get... Yeah, yeah. Some will be more challenging than others to cut down because sometimes there is, you know, it's a a really good conversation for for 45, so Yeah. yeah,
0: but... Mm-hmm. so even putting in like half a day to a day's worth of work you can cut down an interview by half put in some effects and it's just suddenly a lot more polished yeah a lot more good to yeah. yeah it's cool i think you're doing some great stuff on that and it's been good I, yeah i did i did one of the episodes at the start just to play with it too and i really enjoyed it it's good fun actually It's mm-hmm. kind of writing that scripting yeah, yeah. narrating it out and it's it's the kind of thing it's the kind of work that takes quite a while and always makes me feel a bit I procrastinate a wee bit before I jump into it um, because I know it's going to take a while and it feels kind of, uh, it's one of those things that feels a bit unscalable. It's just work mm. that you do and it's done and it's gone. <laughs> but actually it's really fun when you're doing it. I find it really interesting. It's uh, yeah, satisfying yeah. it together when you, when you end up with this narrative and the music behind it, it just sounds great. That's cool.
1: <laughs> what about your own eh, most proud of moments <clears throat> or projects? <clears throat>
0: Yeah, actually similar. The The client work uh, that I've done, like the Converge Challenge show, I found that really fun to do. It was it was ex- for the exact same reason. It was interviewing four different people who um, have started up their own businesses and just sort of figuring out how to tell their story and bring them all together. So that was even more work because it was bringing together four different people's story, like bringing out the themes and putting them into four separate episodes. So that was cool. Um, and I would, like, like I said, it, it it's hard to take on more of that because it does take up so much time. Um, but I would like to still do some of that. And I think we I would like to take more and more of it. And for the team to like to build a team around that as well, like obviously yourself and maybe one or two other people that can do more of that kind of stuff, like really highly produced work. So it's um, I think it's a hard one to grow out, but it'd be worth it. And we're getting a lot more inquiries around that stuff as well. So, yeah, worthwhile. And I think the the other thing that popped into my head when I was thinking about this was the um, the launch calendar it was a random thing that I added to the the academy earlier this year. But it was um, it was a tool that I just had an idea around. And this is something when I talk about doing more of the step by step the guidance in 2019. This is a I think this will be central to it, and we've not done enough promotion of it. But it's a. Uh, It's basically a page in the Academy which shows all of the steps, every single little thing you need to do to launch a podcast. Um, And what you can do is you can put in your launch date, at the top and it basically gives you a date for each one and a time estimate for each one and it does give you a step by step but we're not guiding people from there well enough to the lessons i think that's the trouble Mm -hmm. so i'm proud of the fact that we've put that together it's there it's a launch it's like basically a tick list of every single thing you need to do to do a podcast for every different type of format like it's kind of a choose your own adventure type thing like just if you're doing this then do this if you're doing that then do that um and i think we can make a lot more of that this coming year but I'm glad we've got that out there um any other most proud of for you or on to something else
1: yeah what we've got next uh, not that I'm uh,
0: not proud of anything <laughs> <laughs> plenty but yeah what else um I think there was there's a few things I just wanted to make I think just things that went well last year I think I think the podcraft like so this show we don't um Do a shed load of content for this. Like I think we've had maybe three seasons this year, Mm -hmm. but um, maybe even four actually, but even if it was three, so it's not like tons of content, but I'm just, I'm really, I think it, it works well. We get great feedback on it. I think it provides a good different service to other podcasts about podcasting or even podcasts about business or content or whatever. And the fact that it's got the seasons that go deep on certain topics and stuff like that. So even though we don't get a load of stuff out on this, I think it works well. And the feedback we get tells us this as well, I suppose, the reviews especially. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Is it is it someone you'd like to mix up or do you think it works? I like the, the fact
1: does? we're not on the, the, the weekly treadmill with yeah, it because yeah. I think there's a danger. And I'm not saying that this is the case for everyone who does a weekly show. Definitely not. But the, the danger is sometimes we'd maybe be turning up. And just doing it for the sake of it and and trying desperately to find an interesting subject where one maybe didn't exist yeah, or, you know, yeah. covering the same ground as yes. we've done before. So yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's a, it's a good, a good uh, example of a, a seasonal series. I yeah, think.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of it. I think it's, I think it's good and I think we should keep up the way we are. Even the frequency, I think we could do a little bit more, but um, yeah, no, I think it's fine the way it is as well. I think just another couple of things maybe worth mentioning I think just our general content output has been really good this year I think you've done really well with your We've kind of dabbled with other people taking on the content calendar and managing like the blog output, the podcast output, but it keeps coming back to you. (laughs) And (laughs) I think we've settled on the fact that you're the one to do it now. Yeah. Um, And we've, yeah, sorry, go on.
1: I was just going to say, having
0: uh, Will on board as well, Will Williams,
1: who the listener might be familiar with in podcasting circles, because she puts out like a lot of good stuff on her own um, and works with different people as well. But we actually, reached out to well i think it was maybe the, the spring summertime yeah, um yeah. maybe the summertime i think it was yeah. shortly after podcast movement Aye. Uh, and i asked her if she'd be interested in and in what was to to do some stuff so um it's been really good like what her as well because she brings a, a a different perspective as well but you know really really good stuff that she puts out yeah, so yeah yeah it's been it's <clears> been good yeah, for that. sure.
0: Yeah, she's been great to work with. Aye. And I mean all that, like so all that content output, you getting stuff out more regularly, her help and me managing to get an article every quarter, maybe. <laughs> Slightly more often. But um it all leads to other stuff as well. Like our affiliate income's done w- really well this year. I think we've we've probably um I've not looked at the numbers quite yet, but I think it's almost doubled since about this time last year um if not more and that all helps i mean that helps us justify putting more time into the free content we do which is not insignificant like otherwise we'd have to spend all our time doing the client work and stuff like that and the academy and things which you know the wider world can really benefit from so i'm glad that goes up with the more effort we put in because it means that we can justify doing much more mm. free stuff mm. which is great um and that maybe, I hope that maybe gives hope to people out there as well that are trying to, you know, put out their free content with the hope that they're going to get something back in, you know, six months or a year's time. But yeah, definitely works for us. Um, what about just general enjoyment? Like, what do you enjoy most? What have you enjoyed most in 2018?
1: 20, 20, uh, uh, again, the production. Like, I am um, ultimately a, a producer, an editor. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I love to do. Um, I love to sit and work with sound and manipulate it and put it all together yeah, yeah, and build yeah. soundscapes. So yeah. I just uh, really appreciate the opportunity to be able to do that, to be able to create these these things and, and put them out there. Yeah, Again, yeah. whether that's our own stuff like Hostile Worlds or whether we're working on client projects like the UK Games Fund, it's just yeah. uh, it's a, a really enjoyable thing to be involved in
0: yeah totally yeah related to that i one thing i've really enjoyed this year is um attempting to act on hostile worlds <laughs> <laughs> it's good fun i i'm definitely not um uh, of the caliber of sarah and uh <laughs> and her other cast but um yeah, yeah. They, they
1: do that they do <laughs> that as a a profession i guess yes so.
0: exactly yeah but it's good fun trying to keep up with them and trying to um i don't know it's just quite it's, it's something a bit different isn't it yeah um, and i've always done the narration and the, like i think i'm good at that part of it but it's there's something really different about like that's kind of more acting yourself i suppose mm-hmm. slightly amplified yeah uh, and just try to act out a part is really weird how different it is i didn't expect it to be so different so but it's good fun trying <laughs> Um yeah. Okay. What about the opposite side of the coin then? What about the the downsides? Anything what went wrong for you, Matthew, this year?
1: It's harsh to say wrong, but we yeah. we we tried uh, multiple times to to have a ongoing Scottish podcasters meet up. Yeah. Um so I'd went through to Glasgow a couple of times. I think we had one in Edinburgh too. Um and we got like you know, sort of nine, ten people, and and it was good, and the discussion was good, and it was enjoyable. Yeah. But it just didn't really pick up the momentum yeah, that yeah. it was worth because it's a lot of time you put into these things, yeah. yeah. Organising it and promoting it, and you know, travel. Me travelling there is half a day. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it just in the end, it's one of them where you think, okay, we'll have to make a decision here: Are we doing it? Or are we not? And yeah. it was easy to not do it, basically. Yeah. So it's a shame, but. It just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer
0: is, but... Yeah, well, yeah, we were getting, what, six, five, six people along each time. So, I mean, yeah, it it was kind of, it was getting folk in, but it was just not, like you say, it wasn't growing momentum as in the same people weren't tending to come back, which I don't know, were we just too boring or something? Maybe. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was... uh, So I I haven't told you, actually, but I actually, just a couple of weeks ago, I reached out to one of the members of it who... um, I asked if he'd be interested in organizing some without us. Mm. So the meetup groups there on meetup and it has like 150 odd members. And I just thought this is, I, I came across it randomly cause I'd paid the annual renewal was up and I was like, do I just shut this down? Um, Or do we do something with it? And I just couldn't quite bear the fact, the thought of shutting it down because it's only, it's like $80 or something like that per year. So it's not a huge amount of money. And it had 150 odd members. I was like, maybe. So I asked a couple of people, and one of the guys who came along regularly said he might, he'll try and organize one. So we'll see if it kind of, even if somebody else that lives in Glasgow that's easier for, to to organize to get to even if they organized every month and we got along like once every couple of months that'd be quite good Unless so we get banned yeah exactly <laughs> um, but you're right yeah they didn't quite take off as we'd uh, as we'd hoped they would um for me i think probably the biggest thing that went wrong this year was video stuff live video particularly like i, I wanted to do I think it ties in so well with podcasting, doing live video. If you do it right, like I think a lot, I think there's been a lot of examples of live video done wrong with podcasting, like broadcasting live and just including tons of like, Hey, how are you doing? Where are you in from? And all this kind of stuff that people Uh, don't give a crap about. (laughs) Um, you do not want to hear that in a pre-recorded, like if you're listening a week after the fact, you don't give a shit about where people are from and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's pointless. It doesn't make for good content, but, um, There's something quite um, good, I think, about broadcasting your recordings live and letting your audience take part somehow in those live recordings or in those recordings, making them live. I just think there's something powerful there. Um, So thinking about a strategy to make it so that you can have good, proper content, but still engage people. And I've got a kind of structure that I want to follow, but I just for some reason, I just kept procrastinating over it and never doing it. I think it's partly the kit partly thinking about like whether it's going to be facebook or twitter or uh instagram tv or youtube live all there's so many options around it just never quite done it um so yeah i don't know i'm not sure what i'm, I'm determined to make it work next year though like I, I i do think it'll work well for us um and it might even help us get out more podcasts like this like we could do a season of podcraft where it's just me talking for five minutes to a facebook audience or something like that or you doing it to some i don't know like there's a way to do it i think um, but yeah, never found it, never made it work this year. So what? Uh, that's the other one I was wondering about. What didn't turn out like you expected this year? Any any surprises? Yeah,
1: well, we tried to. We we talked about doing some like original content, didn't we? Yeah, branded yeah. content, yeah. as it's called. So Aye.
0: it's become yeah. very fashionable now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and I think we both liked the idea of doing it because yeah. again, it, it ties into the sort of stuff we've talked about already. Um, it's something a bit different. Yeah, it's yeah. the opportunity to to do different things and work with different people. So we we'd actually started to reach out to some companies, mm-hmm. both locally and internationally, mm-hmm. that we thought had really good potential for making a show and we obviously thought uh and still think that we could help them do that. Yeah. yeah. The issue is when you're just approaching somebody, maybe they're not at, at all sold on podcast maybe they don't <laughs> know what podcasting is if that's still possible yeah, nowadays. But yeah. it's it's a different process, isn't it, from the the, the inbound approach, if mm-hmm. you like, where mm-hmm. people are sold on the idea and they they've done all their homework, and they're coming to you saying, "What could you do for us?" When you're going to them and saying, "This is a podcast," it's, yeah, it's yeah. a different a different world, <laughs> isn't it?
0: Yeah, I I yeah, like you say, I really liked the idea because it was that creative side of things, like being able to make someone much more highly produced. And I we what, what did we do in the end? We ended up coming up with maybe two or three fiction podcast ideas and two or three mm. factual podcast ideas, didn't we? Yeah, like um like your should we give away that? No, we're not going to use them either. Ideas are worthless. It's all about execution, isn't yeah. it? So the, one of the ideas, for example, was um, Legends of the Deep, wasn't it? You wanted mm. to do like a, a fiction style one, slightly dramatised, talking about just monsters, sea yeah. monsters, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, which I thought was a really nice idea. And the, another one was like, uh, well, there was a few sort of factual ones as well, which I thought could work really well. But I, Yeah, I found it funny because we approached a bunch of companies that are sold on podcasting. So I approached a bunch of hosting companies, podcast hosting companies, podcast software companies, and I thought... I genuinely thought they'd be quite an easy sell, actually, because they're seeing, we're seeing so many branded podcasts come out these days from places like, um, Gimlet and Pacific Content and places like that, that are doing really well. Um, and we're charging a fraction of the amount they're charging, obviously. Like, mm. it's still not a small amount, to be fair, but a fraction of that. And I thought we'll create something amazing for you guys branded with you. Um We can, I'm, I, I'm sure we can make like going by past experience, we can make this into a, you know, a five to 10,000 listen podcast in the early days and grow it from there. But yeah, there was very little take up. Yeah. It's almost like podcasts and companies don't have, Confidence in podcasting.
1: And podcasting, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, we, we were kind of riffing off the like one of my favourite examples. I think is the the General Electric show the message. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah The message. Who um, um,
1: I can't remember who it was that was it. Panoply. The, I can't. I can't remember who it was that the kind of worked that to do that. Yeah, worked yeah, with to do yeah, that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just I, I like the idea that here was a show that was absolutely nothing to do with the company. It was just, you know, they put that show out there. Um, And obviously there there are different approaches you could take. You could have a show that that roughly loosely ties into what you do, or you could just do something totally out of the left field.
0: Well, the funny, I just heard uh, the new one from Gimlet is Lyft, well, with Lyft, you know, the uh, ride-hailing company. It's like the Uber competitor. And they're doing one which is basically them sitting in a taxi a lift taxi and talking to the lift driver as they're on the way to something. So it's like it's a kind of creative way to be able to talk to the lift drivers to showcase that you're talking about the service the whole time, obviously, because you're in a lift taxi. Um but it's creating cool stories, I suppose. So that's quite a nice idea to do it. Mm. But then again, so I'm listening to that thinking. I, I like Gimlet. I like a lot of what they do. I listen to a lot of their shows, but I'm not going to listen to that. Like it's just gonna. Yeah, it's more of just a kind of random story show. Um, I've already got plenty of them in the, you know, in my listen uh, queue already. And yeah, I'm not sure. It's a kind of hard one. And I suppose it must, there must be less and less value doing bro- branded podcasts like that. Um, from companies because the more they promote the less effect it's going to have so their early branded podcast must have got a lot of traction because it was just like whenever Gimlet talked about a podcast it would get loads of listens because mm-hmm. they've got a loyal listenership but these new ones every new one that they put out it must have a bit less impact each time just because there's more and more and more coming out so yeah it must be a tricky balance
1: yeah without a doubt yeah, yeah. um what about yourself <clears throat> what what didn't turn out for you as expected
0: there was there's a uh, there was a couple of things in particular, one one of which was this whole year, basically, I've been planning to get the main website redesigned. So, you know, com, our main website where we put our blogs and our podcasts, where Podcraft lives, all that kind of stuff. That site for since 2011, that's when I started it, has been designed by me, <laughs> which is bad because I'm uh, like... I can do it and I can make it look all right, but I'm definitely not a professional at this. But these days, the traffic we get, the revenue we generate through it, the, the audience we have in it, it needs to be more professional. And I realized that at the start of this year and started plans, but that the plans to do that didn't turn out as expected in any way. <laughs> so we're still going to redesign just now. Um, it's going to be out in the new year. So it's going to get finally out in the start of 2019 and we're pretty much we're like two thirds of the way through it. So it actually is in process now, but I just find, yeah, like finding developers and designers and and people that are good at what they do. Like it was so many false starts Mm -hmm. just working with people that weren't necessarily bad at what they do and didn't necessarily um, do anything like hugely wrong, but just a total mismatch in expectations. Like didn't really uh, follow the brief, like that kind of stuff. It's just weird Mm -hmm. how many people there are out there that, you know, have our, are technically <laughs> claim to be like, this is their area and, and don't actually get it. Yeah. I'm not sure. It was a funny one. There's a few of them through this year. So yeah, that whole process didn't turn out like I expected at all. Um, the other one, I suppose, was webinars actually. So we did, we did a few webinars this year to try and promote things like the uh, Alatu and the Academy, but also just put a lot of value out because there's a lot of like I like, I like teaching, I like talking, I like speaking. And it was kind of a way to practice that, to reach more people, engage an audience and be able to talk about the Academy and at the same time. And they were funny because I always enjoyed them. We got quite a lot of visibility, but, um, they never actually had much effect on like Academy signups or ality signups or anything like that. Like we got, we always got really good feedback on them, but they didn't have much effect on the kind of the the sales or anything like that. So I'm going to do more of them next year, but, um, For different reasons, just for the fact that I enjoy them and we get good feedback and and they're good to do for, to help people, I suppose. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Um, What about, I suppose that leads into, what are we going to do more of in 2019 then?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, we're we're already, uh, this is time of recording, we're the week before we break off for Christmas. So we've already got our uh, our, our, our drinks booked on Friday. Uh, Thursday, I think is that, it is. Is that what so, you're saying?
0: All we're going to do more of in 2019 is drink.
1: So we're we're, <laughs> we're basically going to sit down and and plan, uh, you know, our plans for the academy. Yeah, we're going yeah. to make some s- subtle changes yeah, uh, yeah. to improve. Basically, what what we did in the academy quite recently was. Uh, I send out an email every Monday to the membership. Yeah. yeah. So I'd put out an email saying that w- we have some like limited one-to-one coaching calls available. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The caveat was that I wanted to also grill people about like what we do. Yes. You know, what they're getting value out of. But also, you know, I wanted people to be brutally honest and, yeah. and tell me like, are there stuff is there anything you're not happy with? Is there anything that could be done better? Yeah. yeah. Um so I was getting all this feedback and then in return I was, you know, answering any questions they had about yeah, podcasting as yeah. well.
0: So it's a fair exchange, I think. <laughs> we we got
1: really, really good feedback. I've got tons of notes, I've compiled it all together, um, categorised it all and we've got some really good suggestions that I think could you know make the academy excellent um continue to improve it for people so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so on Thursday it's not just all about drinking we're going uh, <laughs> to with the drink we're going to yeah. talk through these notes and, and see what yeah. sort of things we could put in place. For I'm looking day. forward to that
0: I think yeah we'll kind of get on for about midday or something we're going to kind of knock off proper work just spend a couple of hours brainstorming some ideas around that over a couple of beers, aren't we and then head out for a Christmas meal or something after yes. that so that'll be good fun but yeah definitely there's there's a, there's a lot more I want to do in there. Like we're going to keep, we're going to do loads more of our, you know, our general content and we're going to do loads more series of pod craft. We're going to do more video. Um, but there's a lot more to come in the Academy. I think, I think we can add so much to that based on the feedback you've got um, based on just kind of a hunch, like so that step-by-step stuff. I think it's really just turning it from a big, massive pile of resources, which is what it is just now mm-hmm. into something that is completely, so this is i don't want the wrong connotations here but spoon fed almost like Mm -hmm. some some people need that a lot of people want that and in a lot of ways it's a good thing like to spoon feed them this step this step this step um and if you're out there and i can understand that i need this in some areas (laughs) so if i'm learning something new i often want to just be spoon fed the information this is what you need step by step so i think there's a lot more we can do with that and
1: Take on, uh, hopefully take on some of that sort of high level production work that we've spoken yeah, about yeah, as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Want to sort of start pushing that. Um, yeah. You know, we do get inquiries, a lot of inquiries. Uh, I think we're in the position now where yeah, we are a bit, we're a bit more choosy about what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for you know we're looking for something that's that's challenging that's enjoyable yeah, and yeah. Uh, a bit different as well yes uh, so the opportunity to, to to kind of work with people who want to do those like high produced yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely i'd love to do a bit more of that um, I think I think I could see us taking on somebody next year as well. Who's like who's concentrating on that? Give you a hand with it, basically. Take you out of the the grunt work of it and more into the creative.
1: I am a grunt. <laughs> Keep me there.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, you still get to do a bit of grunt if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other the other thing I want to do more of next year, and I know, see, so often I often think I want to do more video next year. Because I think we're set up here that we can do some really good video. Um, And I think it ties into our podcasting really strongly in that I think we could do more. I want to do more live video because I enjoy speaking. I enjoy going to events. um, I enjoy teaching that side of things. I think I'm good at it. I've got good at it over the years. And I think I should use that and I I get good feedback on it. So we should do more of it. Um, And a way to do it without having to get away from the office. Like I said, something I want to do less of in 2019 is going to. Live events because they're so time consuming, they're so expensive. And I think we can have just as big an impact and enjoy it just as much by doing it online and doing like live broadcasts, figuring out a good process to do coaching online, whether it's webinars, whether it's Facebook Live, that kind of stuff. I want to figure out a way to do that, but that ties into the podcast. So we can bring elements of that into PodCraft, uh, you know, maybe even a different feed. Maybe there'll be a different show somewhere around just the sort of those coachings, uh, coaching sessions or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, but our YouTube channel gets a lot of traction as well. So add to that too. So yeah, basically tying together the video, the audio, the live, and maybe even tying into blog posts as well on that. Just do a bit more of that sort of all-in-one type of content. That's mm. what I want to do a bit more next year. I'm looking at Amiibo, a new gadget. Have you heard of any, Amiibo?
1: Never heard of Amiibo. Amiibo
0: is a little, uh, it's a little camera for live broadcasting and they're pretty small. They're kind of like the we Zoom 5 that we've got in front of us, Zoom H5. Kind of that size. Sits on a tripod and they're, they're a bit expensive, but they're really like they broadcast to every platform and they're really, they're high, high def, really good quality. And it just makes it really easy to do that kind of thing um so obviously i've procrastinated so i'm just going to throw some money at the problem yeah. that's the uh, that's, that's the solution the to any problem <laughs> um is there anything you want to do more of next year you mentioned the high production work. I suppose. yeah is that
1: that's the big one for me i think yeah. definitely
0: yeah 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 what about less of anything you could do with do with less of next year
1: i don't know um i, I couldn't think of anything on that yeah, front yeah. really
0: you uh-huh. know um Excellent. Happy. uh,
1: Yeah, I I guess it's more, you know, when you find those big projects, (coughs) there's maybe stuff on the fringes of what you do that will just kind of fade away, if you like, or get pushed away, Um, which meant it probably wasn't that important anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Do you know something I've thought of um, more of is I want to get into, uh, I want to run more we've tried this before. We maybe could have mentioned this in the stuff that didn't work earlier on was during early part of this year, we tried a few different challenges in the academy. So ways to get uh, the the community more involved, like get more conversations going and stuff like that. Um, And a lot of them, you know, we didn't get that much good. We didn't get that much feedback on. We had some core people got involved and it was kind of good fun, but we could have done with more, I think. But I think the that was kind of us trying to kickstart engagement in the early part of the year and then we stopped because it wasn't working that well but in the latter part of the year all that engagement's kind of grown organically hasn't it like there's been a lot more conversations a lot more chat it's been a lot more lively a lot more sportive, all that kind of stuff in the later part of this year just naturally Mm -hmm. so i would like to do maybe a few more of them next year actually now that we've got a bit more engagement anyway i think we could grow it really well yeah with a wee bit more structure possibly and we there is the, the post
1: day with it. yeah, Christmas <laughs> parcels, the Amazon
0: parcels. Yeah, <laughs> my main one for less next year. I mentioned it a bit already. It's just the in-person stuff. It's the travel, and it was just. I mean, again, I, I don't want to moan about getting to go to places like Boston and Philadelphia. It's amazing, but it does kind of add up, and it does. I, lo- I love the stuff we do here. Like, I don't. It, it's not like I need to go elsewhere to get excitement and fun and stuff. So, um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be more picky about where I go next year be in the office more often. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's, does that cover everyone? Does that cover our year? Anything else you want to add in? No, I'm happy with that. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to do, do you know what? We're doing this. Um, This is really for, you know, if you listen to PodCraft on a regular basis, you know we do pretty um, focused, uh, in-depth, like always quite actionable stuff. So this is always a wee bit of a um, a funny one. It doesn't really match our usual style, um, but uh, I hope it's I hope it's been interesting, at least if you're listening. Um, but I'd love to hear, actually, what uh, your highlights have been. What do you think? Can we get some listener feedback for a, a post-New Year sum up as well? Yeah. Like what,
1: we we got some. uh remember we did a... A Christmas special last year. We had oh, yeah, Bran yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had a few beers. <laughs> I think uh, we got some feedback for that not sure if it was good <laughs> <laughs>
0: some mixed feedback yeah uh, but no i think we could make a really good episode out of like if you so if you're out there listening send us a clip um if you go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash contact you'll see our contact page and on there we have a voicemail button so it's the standard old speak pipe button uh click that you'll be able to record us a clip Um, And let us know what worked for you last year and what didn't work for you in your podcast. Um, And maybe we can put that together into like a kind of highlights of stuff Mm. that worked and stuff that didn't in 2018. That'd be quite cool to get that from listeners. Um, So yeah, go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash contact and you'll find it there. Um, And if you have any other comments as well. So yeah, what worked for you, what what you didn't and uh, any highlights would be really cool. That'd be good to hear. What about just to tie up, podcasting as a whole i know we kind of uh we, tr- we keep we keep a track of the news don't we but we're quite uh i think both of us are quite like we just like doing what we're doing yeah yeah <laughs> don't let the trends affect us too much
1: <laughs> i've been enjoying uh the, the pod news newsletter because yeah, that yeah. helps keep you up to yeah. date without having to go to Aye. you know various places but yeah yes. i mean I, I i had to think about this and i i, I said to you like i don't want to I don't want to make any predictions because I just think they sound very cliched and empty yeah. and any analysis on stuff as well there's a danger of sounding cynical so <laughs> and you know me I'm not cynical Yeah. so um, yeah, yeah i vacuous empty statement it's been a fine year for podcasting slow, slow and steady growth all's yeah. well new new developments it'll yeah. be more of the same next year
0: yeah um i think i think there has been the only thing i, I agree i th- i think it's um it's the same every year isn't it it's like oh it's the renaissance of podcasting and everything's great uh but I think there has been a lot more, a lot more new tools and software. Maybe the only thing I would say is I may be noticing this because obviously we've put Alitu out this year. So it's like, you notice what you know. Um, mm. So maybe that's why I'm noticing so many more new tools and new bits of software, new flat platforms, that kind of stuff. But I feel like even with that bias, there is, there's maybe a, a fair bit more money coming to this year. There's a lot more people getting in touch with us to say, oh, look, I've got this new tool. Would you feature it? And all that kind of stuff. So mm. I don't know if that's, strictly true or not but um
1: the the tv show thing as well is interesting yeah yeah um, definitely i mean we well we we know on a digital level uh, Lauren Shippen at the Bright Sessions yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's done some writing for the site before and now yes. she's developing that for television you've had to, well, Homecoming I think it yeah, was yeah. Homecoming, uh, yeah, which Amazon. is huge yeah, yeah. Um, the Black Tapes just this week just announced. Um, has been announced there's a lot more as well yeah. so it's, it's interesting this you know this is something that, that Robert and I used to talk about back in the day on the Audio Drama Production yeah, podcast yeah. was that When you create an audio drama, you build an audience, it's it's validating an idea, Mm -hmm. so it's easy for somebody to come in if they're looking to to spend money and buy something to to see actual hard evidence that, okay, people like this. Rather than, you know, somebody turning up with an idea um, could be a great idea, but there's no real proof, is yeah, there, that, that yeah. people are going to like it. So yeah. it's, it's interesting, but it's not surprising to see yeah. this happening.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think it's part of a, it's probably part of a, a trend, I think, for podcasting just to be bigger more of a part of everything else actually like there's always been a bit of a kind of underdog thing with podcasting hasn't it because we're kind of the underdog medium like video and to end blogging has always been you know the 90 plus percent adoption podcasting's down at you know 25 or 50 depending on what frequency you're talking about um but i think podcasting will grow with it's kind of integration with everything else. So as YouTubers create a podcast as a a kind of companion to their, their YouTube channel and bloggers create podcast episodes or in their blog posts and podcasters start doing more blogging and video to go alongside their podcast. They get found more often. I think as it becomes more serious, as the platforms get better to make that easier as well, then hopefully that helps grow the medium and kind of close the gap between podcasting and YouTube and blogging in Mm. terms of frequency. Um, although i do think it's always going to be a bit lower because it's like a, it's a much more specialist medium isn't it yeah. in terms of uh you have to have so much more time to commit to it and <clears throat> yeah it's definitely uh less easy to access although maybe that'll be solved in the next couple of years you never know who knows lots of new listening apps coming out <laughs> but yeah so no predictions no like uh this is <laughs> going to happen in podcasts in 2019
1: yeah i'm making none <laughs> making none cool
0: well, I hope whoever you are, um, sorry, whatever you're doing out there, um, dear listener, I hope you're having a good year in podcasting and that 2019 will treat you well too. Hope you have a good holiday period, whatever you're doing, whatever you are, whatever kind of holidays you celebrate, if any, at this time of year, I hope you have a good couple of weeks as everyone, uh, a fair proportion of the the world takes in. It's probably not even, is it? It's like probably a tiny proportion of the world yeah. takes a couple of weeks said, off.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> quite culturally ignorant yeah. of the, the whole thing so i'm not really that sure yeah yeah uh, i don't late. care as long as i'm sitting with my man's pine in kind
0: of yes, who cares who yeah, else is on yeah. holiday <laughs> well i hope you enjoy the next two weeks as we are lazy in our uh, <laughs> small part of the world <laughs> and uh, yeah we'll see you in a new year again please do let us know go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash contact let us know what's worked for you what hasn't worked for you in 2018 we'll compile that into an episode at the start of the year otherwise we'll see you on the blog thepodcasthost.com at alitu our podcast maker app alitu.com a-l-i-t-u.com or even the academy if you fancy that coaching um we can get you started in podcasting in the new year go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash academy there you go any more any more calls to action i can put in there that is all yeah dozens all. all right cheers matthew talk to you next year
1: see ya